Alhamdulillah, as we're coming to an end of the seerah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, inshallah, what we'll be doing today, and uh, I apologize for the delay. There was some issues with uh, turning on the mixler, um, but inshallah, what we'll be doing today is discussing the last portion and last few days of the life of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and in this, we're going to speak about. Um, the demise and the death of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and how uh, the events that took place uh, leading up to the demise of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And so, just to recap, um, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he went for Hajj, and that was the tenth year of Hijrah. And then when he came back, uh, there were signs and there was. Uh, indications that the Prophet sallallahu time is coming to a near and it was coming to an end. And in these few days, the Prophet sallallahu he was commanded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to uh, seek his istighfar and to glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And so there's many incidents that occur, such as him speaking to... Um, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and then speaking to Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha about how he's going to be going away and even uh, Mu'adh ibn Jabal telling him that um, that you know when you come back when he's sending him back to uh, Yemen when you come back to Medina it's perhaps um, that you will not find me here instead you will find my masjid and you will find my grave. So we can understand the emotion and the love that the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum had for the, for, uh, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam then he, um, through the different ways, uh, in the time of Khaybar, he was poisoned and he was not able to recover from that poisoned meat even though he stopped eating it. But because of the fact that the poison had entered his body, um, it now took over and it was uh, working in the body while the Prophet ﷺ didn't know. And now at this time, which is now the 11th year of Hijrah, the Prophet ﷺ started feeling the effects of this poison. And at one time he says, to uh, he, he leads a prayer in the, in uh, uh, he leads a janaza prayer and when he comes back to Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha he complains to her and says that you know his head is really hurting and that starts this two week uh, episode of the prophet sallallahu alaihi uh, illness and his sickness coming to the final resting spot of the prophet sallallahu alaihi which is his demise and when he tells her that you know uh, He's feeling ill and he's feeling uh, sick. The Prophet ﷺ at this time he continued leading the prayers and he continued, um, you know, going for to the masjid of the Prophet ﷺ. And at the time when he was um, with Maymuna radiallahu ta'ala anha, one of the wives of the Prophet ﷺ, he asks her that when is the time and when is the turn going to be that he's going to be with Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So seeing that, you know, the illness of the Prophet ﷺ has spread and now he's feeling a lot of weakness, uh, she asked the other wives who in return 
tell and decide that you know they will give their chance and their turn to the wife that the Prophet ﷺ is looking forward to be with, which is Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. So with the uh, help of um, the son of uh, Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhu and Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he goes to the room of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha to uh, spend the rest of the time with her, which is about uh, now a week. Um, in that, the Prophet sallallahu he goes through many uh, bouts that a person goes through that is uh, what we call the pangs of death. And in that, you know, uh, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she uh, puts water on him to help him uh, rejuvenate himself and go lead the prayers and be with the people. And he gives isharat and he says that indeed the people, uh, the prophets before me and the ancestors before me, they made uh, houses on top of their graves and you should not do this. And when Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he hears this, he knows that now the time is near and he starts uh, weeping and crying. And so as the sickness of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is intensifying and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa is getting more and more sick, uh, he tells, uh, he instructs, that Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu should start leading the prayers. And the story is, is that uh, he tries to get up and he tries to lead the prayers and he takes a bath to relieve the pain and take away the pain. And what happens is as he's trying to get up, he falls and he falls unconscious. And again, the second time he tries to do this, and again, due to the pain and the, the pangs of death that were there, he felt conscious again. And after the third time, he instructs and tells Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha to tell her father, Abu Bakr, to lead the prayers. And Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, knowing her father, she, she says that, you know, he's a very soft man. And if he, if he finds out that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam has told him to lead the prayers and take his, you know, uh, uh, spot and position, then he's going to feel very, very uh, emotional and start crying. So she says, instead, why don't you send Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu? And one account mentions that in her heart she knew that, you know, uh, the time of the Prophet Sallallahu's uh, time in this life is coming to an end. So now if if uh, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he stands in the place of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, it'll be like it's a bad omen or something that will be taken as a bad omen. So she says that um, she won't be, uh, it's better to have uh, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu lead. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says that you know don't hide things that Allah subhanahu wa taala wants to make apparent. You know you're saying something, but in your heart you know it's some uh, another reason. So in this way, Abu Bakr radiallahu taala anhu he leads about seventeen prayers for the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Now this brings us to the next day, which is about you know the day of Saturday or Sunday. And now in the time of uh, uh, Zuhr prayer, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he goes and he feels uh, um, a little better and he's able to uh, pray the Zuhr prayer. And then uh, remember the day, the houses of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the, the houses of the wives, they were opening up into the masjid, meaning they were very attached to the masjid. So as Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala and who's leading and the, the companions are uh, uh, praying, they, the Prophet ﷺ can see this. And so one time in the, in the day of uh, Saturday, 
while Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala who was leading the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was taken by uh, the companions and he sat on his left and he led while Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala who he was following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and saying the takbirat the saying Allahu Akbar loudly so the rest of the people can also uh, hear and then on the day of sa- uh, Sunday which is the next day right uh, the next day the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam he sets free uh, the slaves that he owned, he gives in charity all of these uh, uh, dinars that he had, seven dinars, and he gives his weapons for the sake of the Muslims to the Muslim army, and the coat of mail that he had, the, the armor that he had, he pawned it off to a person that he owed uh, uh, a debt to. So now he doesn't have any uh, belongings, anything that he has. Now that was Sunday, and finally, we come to the day of Monday, right? The whole illness took about uh, two weeks, and the last week was all with Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And now, on the day of Monday, which is the day that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam passes away, in the morning time, in the morning time, he moves the curtain from the the uh, house of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, and he sees, and he's happy, and he sees the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum praying the Fajr prayer, and he's happy and he's content. And they mentioned the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum after so long knowing that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sick and he was going through such sicknesses. When they saw this, uh, the, the face of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, they got so happy that the radiant face of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is shining again. He is going to get better. So they considered that now they're going to be, uh, uh, he's going to be getting better. They don't have anything to worry about. And so what happens is later on that day, the Prophet ﷺ, he calls Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha and he whispers something to her. And when he whispers something, she starts, immediately she starts crying. And so again, uh, uh, you know, he whispers something else and then she, she uh, you know, she's happy. So one of the uh, things is that he tells her, uh, later on she tells Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha that, when the Prophet ﷺ was whispering to her, he said that this sickness, I'm not going to recover from this sickness. This is going to be it. And then that made her cry. And then later on, he says that from my children, the first one to meet me and first one to join me will be you. And that made me happy. And that's why she was smiling and uh, uh, being happy. And if we look at it, uh, Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, she... Uh, passed away about six months after the Prophet ﷺ. So now on this day of Monday, in the morning it seemed as if he was getting better and it seemed as if now he had his strength back. And Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he had, uh, um, he, he had uh, a, a wife in Medina and he also had a wife in the outskirts of Medina. And it was her turn for that day. So he asked the Prophet ﷺ if he can... Um, go to her and he allowed and he permitted him and the the strength of the Prophet ﷺ it started deteriorating and he was in the hands of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha who held him by her throat and her breast and he was going the other companions they all left knowing that now he's getting better and uh, uh, the Prophet ﷺ's health started deteriorating really fast and so while she's holding him, her brother walks in, Abdul Rahman, and he has a, a miswak in his hand. 
and she sees that the Prophet sallallahu he's looking at this miswak. So she asks the Prophet sallallahu would you like to use this miswak? And he says, yes, uh, he wants to use the miswak even at this stage. And she takes it and she chews the ends of it, makes it soft for the Prophet sallallahu gives it to him and he uses the miswak. And as, as he's using this miswak, these were the last moments of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he reads this ayat that, مَعَالَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصِدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَالِحِينَ That with the ones that are blessed from amongst the prophets and the siddiqeen, the truthful ones, the martyrs and the righteous. And from this, while saying this, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he is uh, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he calls and says, Allahumma ar-rafiq al-a'la, O Allah, the highest com- uh, companions, the highest companions. And he says this and he passes away. And so the Muslims, when they heard that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he passed away, it was a confusion that went around that they couldn't believe it. And they knew, you can imagine the love that they had for the Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the immense type of uh, uh, burning desire to just be with him, have him around. So as soon as the companions heard about this, a lot of them they couldn't believe. And a lot of them they went into a state of shock and a state of confusion. And as soon as uh, uh, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala who he heard about this, he came uh, from the outskirts of Medina and he rushed right into the house of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And you know he uncovers the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and he, he's crying and he, he's uncovering his face and he kisses his face and he says, you know, you have tasted the death, uh, death that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed for you. And there is no death after this. And he says, uh, O oh, oh, uh, his prophet, O oh, his close companion, O oh, the selected one of Allah. And this is how he's reminiscing about the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and what he does is he leaves and he goes and sees the fact that every single person, they're in a state of a shock. And they see that uh, um, Osama bin Zayd, he was against the wall, quiet, and he didn't know what to think. And uh, Ali radiallahu ta'ala, who out of the shock that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa has passed away, he was uh, uh, crying and uh, it mentions that he, was, he almost uh, fainted. And Umar radiallahu ta'ala, who, uh, he was so set back that... He said that I will kill anybody that says that Muhammad has passed away. And so this was the shock of the companions. And seeing this, Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he went on the member. And he says, Man kana minkum ya'budu Muhammadan fa inna Muhammadan qadmat. That whoever from amongst you worships Muhammad, know that Muhammad has passed away. Woman kana minkum Allah fa inna Allah hayyun la yamut. And whoever amongst you worships Allah, then know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ever living and does not die. And then he read one ayat. And this ayat in Surah Ali Imran, uh, the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, when they heard this ayat, it was as if that they've never heard this ayat before. And it really, uh, uh, you know, brought their senses back. And the ayat is, وَمَا مُحَمَّدٌ إِلَّا رَسُولٌ that Muhammad is nothing but a messenger. And many messengers have passed away before him. 
If he dies or is killed, will you return back on your heels on, in disbelief? Um, that indeed the ones that abandon belief do not hurt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala indeed is uh, rewarding for those that are grateful. And when the companions, they heard this uh, ayat, they couldn't believe it. And they thought that this was something that, uh, um, you know, they, they had no way of uh, understanding. Some even say that, you know, it was like as if this was the first time we heard this ayat. And they all knew the Quran. They all knew these ayat. And so that brought them back to their senses. And they started moving forward with the burial of the Prophet ﷺ and other orders such as who will be the next uh, Amir. And in that uh, uh, discussion, the as the family of the Prophet ﷺ, they started getting ready for the the burial of the Prophet ﷺ. There was uh, the rest of the companions, they decided who will be the next uh, Amir. And this was something that was important to not have any confusion or uh, disorder in the community. And so they uh, first decide, uh, start thinking, how should we elect somebody? And then uh, they say that, you know, uh, the Ansar said that the, they wanted a Amir from the Ansar. And so uh, they were reminded uh, by the hadith of the Prophet wasallam that he says that Amir are from the Quraysh. And Quraysh were the ones that all of the Arabs they knew them and they knew that these were the most uh, uh, noble and the most highest of the clans of the uh, Arabs. Which is why the Prophet ﷺ said that uh, the Amir should be from the Quraysh. And so what it happened is Abu Bakr ta'ala anhu, he nominates Umar ta'ala anhu and Abu Ubada, And somebody says, you know, why don't we have an Amir from the Quraysh and another one from the Ansar? And before people could get into this uh, 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 confusion... Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he takes the hand of Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu, and he gives his allegiance. And similarly, all the companions, they give their allegiance, and they were thinking, the Prophet sallallahu has trusted Abu Bakr with our dini affairs, telling him to lead and lead us in prayer. What is it that we won't trust him with the other affairs? So this was a clear-cut uh, message for them to have Abu Bakr radiallahu ta'ala anhu as the next, uh, uh, the successor of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And finally they, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam on Monday he passed away and their, the funeral and the burial, he was uh, washed over his clothes and then put uh, uh, the janazah, the, the shroud was put uh, upon him and all of Tuesday, the Janazah prayer was prayed. Uh, first, the Malaika prayed, and then after that, um, the people came. They prayed without uh, any Imam. They would come and they would pray, and then they would leave. And then, similarly, most of the day of Wednesday, uh, the Janazah prayer was prayed also. Late night on Wednesday, the Prophet ﷺ he was buried. Inshallah, this is like I mentioned before. This is just a summary and a synopsis. Of the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ, inshallah, what everybody should do is this should not be the end of the learning of the life of the Prophet ﷺ. Rather, this is this synopsis and this summary should work as a uh, introduction and a beginning for us to continue learning into the life of the Prophet ﷺ, the lessons that we take in the life of the Prophet ﷺ. Inshallah, with that, um, I'll leave it to. 
uh, Mufti Mudathir, our teacher, um, to give us some advice and lead us in uh, dua, inshallah. Assalamualaikum <coughs> الحمدللہ اللہ تعالیٰ کا کرم ہے اور اس کا احسان ہے کہ رمضان المبارک میں ہمارے مولانا شادمان نے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی مبارک سیرت پر جو سلسلہ انہوں نے شروع کیا تھا اور آپ تمام ساتھیوں نے جو ماشاءاللہ تسلسل کے ساتھ سنا اللہ تعالیٰ قبول فرمائے اللہ تعالیٰ ان کے کہنے کو اور آپ سب کے سننے کو قبول فرمائے اللہ تعالیٰ خیر و برکت نصیب فرمائے اصل مقصد تو یہ ہے کہ ہمارا اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے تعلق ہو آپ کی محبت ہمارے دل میں آئے اس میں تین باتیں میں عرض کروں کہ سب سے پہلی بات نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم پر ایمان لانا ایمان لانے کا مطلب یہ ہے کہ زندگیاں بننے کی زندگی بنانا اگر چاہتے ہیں ہم اس کے لیے جو شخصیتیں ہیں کسی شخصیت کے پیچھے چلنے میں کامیابی نہیں ہے سوائے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی مبارک شخصیت یہ ایمان لانا ہے میں ایمان لے کر آیا آپ اللہ کے رسول ہیں صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کیا مطلب ہے کہ میری زندگی کے بننے اور بگڑنے کا تعلق آپ کی شخصیت کے پیچھے چلنے سے یہ ایمان لانا اور دوسری جو چیز ہے ہمارا اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے تعلق ہو یہ تعلق یہ محبت یہ سرمایہ ہے یہ تعلق اور محبت سرمایہ ہے یہ کیسے بنے گا یہ بنے گا جیسے من احبش من احبش من جس جس چیز کی جس چیز کا ذکر زیادہ ہوتا ہے اس کی محبت زیادہ آتی اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کا تذکرہ بار بار ہو اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کا بار بار تذکرہ ہو آپ کی سیرت کو پڑھا جائے اہتمام سے نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم پر درو شریف پڑھا جائے اہتمام کے ساتھ روزانہ یہ ہمارے اندر جو ہے نا یہ تعلق پیدا کرنے کے لیے درو شریف ایک بہت بڑی نعمت ہے جو ہمارا اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے تعلق پیدا کرنے کے لیے اللہ نے یہ دیا ہے تو یہ دو چیزیں ہیں تیسری جو چیز ہے انسان زندگی بنانا چاہتا ہے بدلنا چاہتا ہے تو جس سب سے پہلے کسی کی محبت اپنے اندر پیدا کرتا ہے جب محبت دل میں پیدا ہوتی ہے تو پھر ان کی اداؤں کو اپنے اندر اپنانا آسان ہے 
کسی کھلاڑی کی محبت دل میں آ جائے کسی شخص کی محبت دل میں آ جائے تو پھر اس کے طور و طریقے اس کی ادائیں وہ ہمیں پیاری لگتی ہیں تو اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی محبت دل میں آ جائے ہمارے بچوں کے دلوں میں آ جائے تو پھر آپ کے طریقوں کو ڈھونڈ ڈھونڈ کر ہم عمل کریں گے تو یہ تین باتیں میری اس موقع پر ہیں ایک تو ہمارا یقین بنے کہ میری زندگی بنتی ہے صرف آپ ہی کی شخصیت کی اتباع کے پیچھے اور دوسرا آپ کی سیرت کا بار بار تذکرہ ہو گھروں میں درست شریف کا اہتمام ہو اور تیسری چیز ہم جیسے میں نے عرض کیا کہ تیسری چیز محبت جب پیدا ہو جائے گی تو خود بخود سنتوں کو آپ کی اداؤں کو ڈھونڈ ڈھونڈ کر اپنے ہم تلاش کرنے والے بنیں گے انشاءاللہ اللہ تبارک و تعالیٰ اس سلسلے کو قبول فرمائے اور آپ سب تمام سے گزارش ہے کہ روزانہ اپنے گھروں میں حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی مبارک سنتوں کو مبارک زندگیوں کو پڑھیں اس میں ایک نور ہے امام مالک رحمۃ اللہ علیہ فرماتے ہیں اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی زندگیوں میں نور ہے وہ نور جب ہم اس کو جب ہم سنیں گے تو ہماری زندگیوں میں آئے ہمارے دل کے اندھیرے دور ہوں گے ہمارے گھروں کے اندھیرے دور ہوں گے اندھیرے کیا ہیں بولے ظلمات قرآن میں فرمایا ظلمات شرک کا اندھیرا گناہوں کا اندھیرا خواہشات کا اندھیرا یہ اندھیرے بہت ہیں یہ دور ہوتے ہیں سنت کے نور سے اللہ کے رسول صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی مبارک تعلیمات کے نور سے بس ایک لائٹ آن کریں تو سارا اندھیرا ختم ہو جائے گا بس ہم نیت کریں کہ روزانہ ہم رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی مبارک زندگی کو پڑھنا شروع کریں پھر دیکھیں انشاءاللہ ہماری زندگیوں سے ہمارے دلوں سے ہمارے گھروں سے کیسے اندھیرے ختم ہوتے انشاءاللہ اللہ تعالی ہم سب کو عمل کی توفیق نصیب فرمائے تو مولانا دعا کر لیں جی انشاءاللہ ٹھیک ہے جی دعا کر لیں جی روز شریف پڑھ لیں بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین الحمد للہ رب السماوات ورب الارض رب العالمین وله الكبرياء في السماوات والارض وهو العزيز الحكيم الف لام الله لا اله الا هو الحي القيوم وعنت الوجوه للحي القيوم يا احد الصمد الذي لم يلد ولم يولد ولم يكن له كفوا احد اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى ال سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وانزله المقعد المقرب عندك يوم القيامه جزا الله عنا سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد صلاه تنجينا بها من جميع الاحوال والافات وتقضي لنا بها جميع الحاجات وتطهرنا بها من جميع السيئات وترفعنا بها عندك على الدرجات وترفعنا بها عندك على الدرجات اللهم صل صلاه كامله وسلم سلاما تاما على حبيبك سيدنا محمد الذي تنحل به العقد وتنفرد به الكرب وتغضى به الحبائج وتنال به الرغائب وحسن الخواتم ويستسخى الغمام بوجهه الكريم وعلى اله وصحبه في كل لمحه ونفس بعدد كل معلوم له يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم 
فسهل يا إلهي كل سعد بحرمة سيد الأبرار صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم إنك عفو كريم اللهم إنك عفو كريم تحب العفو فاعف عنا اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات اللهم إنا نسألك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم إنا نسألك حبك اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب رسولك والعمل الذي يبلغنا عندك اللهم إنا نسألك حبك وحب من يحبك والعمل الذي عندنا يبلغ يا أرحم الراحمين يا أكرم الأكرمين أي الله أي الله هم سب کی مغفرت فرما ہمارے والدین کی مغفرت فرما یا اللہ ہمارے ماں باپ کی مغفرت فرما اے اللہ پورے امت مسلمہ کی مغفرت فرما اے اللہ مبارک رات ہے مبارک وقت ہے اے اللہ ہمیں اے اللہ اس مبارک رات کی مبارک وقت کی مغفرتیں ہمیں عطا فرما اے اللہ ہمارے قصوروں کو معاف فرما یا اللہ ہمارے قصوروں کو معاف فرما یا اللہ ہمارے دلوں میں تیری محبت پیدا فرما تیرے حکموں کی محبت پیدا فرما یا اللہ نمازوں کا شوق پیدا فرما تلاوت کا شوق پیدا فرما اے اللہ اعمال صالحہ سے رغبت اور شوق پیدا فرما ہمارے بچوں کی زندگیوں میں پیدا فرما یا الہ العالمین اے اللہ سنت کا شوق ہمیں نصیب فرما سنتوں والی زندگی کو اپنانے کی توفیق نصیب فرما سنت والی زندگی کو اپنانے کا شوق نصیب فرما یا اللہ یا اللہ سنت کی برکات سے ہمیں مالا مال فرما سنت والی زندگی پر مر مٹنا آسان فرما زندگی سنت والی ہو مرنا بھی ہمارا سنت پر ہو یا اللہ یا اللہ سنت پر جو مددیں آتی ہیں جو رحمتیں متوجہ ہوتی ہیں جو برکتیں آتی ہیں اللہ اس سے ہمیں مالا مال فرما یا اللہ ہمارے ہمارے دلوں میں حضور اکرم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی محبت پیدا فرما آپ سے تعلق نصیب فرما آپ سے تعلق نصیب فرما ہمارے بچوں کے دلوں میں محبتیں پیدا فرما حضور صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی محبت پیدا فرما یا اللہ آپ کی ایک سنت سے محبت پیدا فرما آپ کے ایک ایک طریقے سے محبت پیدا فرما آپ کی ذات سے محبت پیدا فرما آپ کی ذات سے محبت پیدا فرما یا اللہ یہ محبت کا سرمایہ ہمیں ہماری نسلوں کو عطا فرما یا اللہ یا اللہ ہماری طرف سے ہمارے ماں باپ کی طرف سے پوری امت مسلمہ کی طرف سے اے اللہ حضور اکرم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے قبر اطہر پر کروڑوں لاکھوں کھربوں درود سلام رحمتیں برکتیں نازل فرما یا اللہ ہماری طرف سے پوری امت کی طرف سے یا اللہ حضور اکرم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے قبر مبارک پر لاکھوں کروڑوں کھربوں درود سلام ہم سب کی طرف سے نازل فرما اے اللہ آ قیامت کے دن آپ کی شفاعت نصیب فرما آپ کی شفاعت نصیب فرما آپ کی شفاعت نصیب فرما یا اللہ آپ کے سامنے کھڑے ہونے کے جیسے اعمال دنیا میں کرنے کی تفیق نصیب فرما ستاری کا معاملہ فرما ستاری کا معاملہ فرما یا اللہ آپ کے مبارک ہاتھوں آپ کو سر نصیب فرما یا اللہ یا اللہ ہمارے گھروں میں سنت والی زندگی زندہ فرما سنت والی زندگی زندہ فرما سنت کا نور اے اللہ ہمارے دلوں میں ہماری زندگیوں میں ہمارے گھروں میں زندہ فرما ہر قسم کے اندھیروں کو ختم فرما دور فرما یا اللہ سنت کی جو برکات ہیں آپ کی زندگی کی جو برکات ہیں رحمتیں ہیں وہ رحمتیں وہ برکتوں سے ہمیں مالا مال فرما مالا مال فرما اے اللہ اس سے ہمیں محروم نہ فرما یا اللہ ہمیں صحت عطا فرما جتنے امت میں بیمار ہیں صحت عطا فرما 
جتنے پریشان حال ان کی پریشانیوں کو دور فرما مخروضوں کے قرض کے دائی کی شکنی اور صورتیں پیدا فرما یا اللہ اس مبارک مہینے میں ہم سب کی مغفرت فرما اے اللہ جن کے والدین دنیا سے رخصت ہو چکے ہیں ان کی مغفرت فرما جن کے والدین دنیا میں ہیں بوڑھے ہو چکے ہیں اللہ انہیں جسمانی قوت اور صحت نصیب فرما ان کی زندگیوں میں برکت نصیب فرما یا اللہ ہم سب کو ہماری زندگی بقیہ کتنی ہے تو بہتر جانتا ہے بقیہ زندگی تیرے مرضیات پر تیرے احکامات پر نبی کریم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کی سنت پر گزارنے کی توفیق نصیب فرما ہمارے اس سلسلے کو قبول فرما اس سلسلے کو اور جاری فرما گھروں کے اندر روزانہ اہتمام کے ساتھ اس عمل کو کرنے والا بنا مولانا کی مولانا شادمان کی اور جتنے اس مجلس میں شرح شرکا ہیں سب کے جمع ہونے کو قبول فرما سب کے جمع ہونے کو قبول فرما یا اللہ ہماری جائز مقاصد کو اپنے کرم سے پورا فرما ایک ایک حاجت کو پورا فرما ضرورت کو پورا فرما صحتیں برکتیں عافیتیں نصیب فرما آسانیاں نصیب فرما حضور اکرم صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم کے مبارک آنسوں کا واسطہ ہے ہماری زندگیوں کی پریشانیوں کو دور فرما آپ کی مبارک قربانیوں کا واسطہ ہے اے اللہ اس وبا بلا کو دور فرما تیری ناراضگی کو ختم فرما ہماری آجزانہ دعاؤں کو اپنے کرم سے پورا فرما قبول فرما اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالت منه نبيك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذت منه نبيك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان عليك البلاغ لا حول ولا قوه الا بالله سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين الحمد لله رب العالمين جزاك الله خير